Welcome to the Chase Podcast. Dr. Ron Charles is a renowned archaeologist, author, historian, speaker, missionary, and is known as the Christian Indiana Jones. Dr. Charles has spent over 50 years researching and uncovering truths about Jesus Christ and information that proves the historical authenticity of the Bible. Gleaned from his years of tireless research, ministry, and archaeological work as the pages of the Bible come to life like never before. Visit cubitfoundation.org for Dr. Ron's books and information about this global ministry. If you have your Bible, turn with me to a, a Second Kings. The thirteenth uh, chapter. So, two Kings, Second Kings, thirteen. And we'll begin to read verse number fourteen. And we will read 14 through 19. Elisa aber wurde von der Krankheit befallen, an der er sterben sollte. Und Joas, der König von Israel, kam zu ihm hinab, weinte vor ihm und sprach, O oh mein Vater, mein Vater, der Wagen Israels und seine Reiter. Elisa aber sprach zu ihm, nimm einen Bogen und Pfeile, und er holte ihm einen Bogen und Pfeile. Und Elisa sprach zum König von Israel, spanne mit deiner Hand den Bogen. Und er spannte ihn mit seiner Hand. Und Elisa legte seine Hände auf die Hände des Königs. Und er sprach, mache das Fenster nach Osten auf. Und er machte es auf. Und Elisa sprach, schieß. Und er schoss. Er aber sprach, ein Pfeil der Rettung vom Herrn. Ein Pfeil der Rettung gegen die Aramäer. Du wirst die Aramäer schlagen bei Afrik, bis sie aufgerieben sind. Und er sprach, nimm die Pfeile. Und als er sprach er zum König von Israel, schlage auf die Erde. Da schlug er dreimal und hielt er inne. Da wurde der Mann Gottes zornig über ihn und sprach, wenn du fünf oder sechsmal geschlagen hättest, dann hättest du die Aramäer bis zur Vernichtung geschlagen. Nun aber wirst du die Aramäer nur dreimal schlagen. Elisha by this time uh, was maybe 88, 89 years old. Um, Elisa war zu dem Zeitpunkt vielleicht 88 oder 89 Jahre alt. And he was sick with the whatever took his life. Und er war krank mit dem, was auch immer sein, sein Leben nahm. It could have been old age. Es könnte auch einfach am Alten we, we don't know. Ähm, das wissen wir. But we do know that the king of Israel, uh, Joash, Aber wir wissen, dass der König von Israel, Joash, heard that Elisha was sick. Ähm, gehört hat, dass Elisha And so he went down to see him. Und dann ist er dahin gegangen, um ihn zu sehen. Now the home of Elisha was was uh, on the or near the Jordan River at that time the Jordan River was the uh, boundary between Israel and Syria and so if the uh, the river was here then Elisha's house was on this bank Syria was on this bank And so uh, it's still within the territory of, of Israel, but you can look out his eastern window and it would be Syria. And so the king went down to visit him 
And he laid on his body and quoted the very same thing that Elisha did when Elijah went up. Und er ist dann zu Elisa gekommen und hat sich auf seinem Boden gelegt und hat genau das zitiert, was Elisa auch gesagt hat, als Elia nach und es sieht so aus, als ob der König sehr, 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 sehr ernst genommen hat. <lacht> Elisha did not react to it. Aber Elisa hat eigentlich nicht wirklich reagiert. He didn't say, Thank you for your er hat nicht gesagt, danke für äh, dein Mitgefühl. Uh, thank you for coming to visit me. Danke, dass du mich besuchst. No, he turned to the king. Er, ist zum, er hat sich zum König gedreht. Er hat gesagt, nimm Bow in your hand. <lacht> Und er hat gesagt, nimm deinen Bogen in die Hand. And take an arrow. Und nimm einen Pfeil. And shoot it out this east window. Und schieß es aus diesem Fenster heraus. Now at that time, the entire world came under the jurisdiction of uh, a specific um, uh, method to do wars. Um, zu dem Zeitpunkt gab es ähm, eine bestimmte Art und Weise, Kriege durchzuführen. Now today, wars are conducted as per Geneva Convention, the Copenhagen Convention, the Helsinki Convention. Um, und heutzutage gibt es gewisse Konventionen, von, um, die in Helsinki, Kopenhagen und Gent entschieden wurden und an die hält, hält man sich dann nur. These set standards for warfare. Und es sind so gewisse Standards für Kriegsführung. And these standards say that you do not declare war on citizens that are not fighters. Und die sagen zum Beispiel, dass du keine Zivilisten Krieg erklären darfst, weil sie keine Kämpfer sind. It also establishes how prisoners of war are treated. Und es, die sagen, die beschreiben auch, wie Gefangene, Kriegsgefangene behandelt werden. And it sets various standards in between these three conventions you have uh, almost 3000 rules und diese drei konventionen haben zusammen ähm, verschiedene standards und das sind zusammen ungefähr 3000 regeln that you must follow if you declare war on anyone die du befolgen musst wenn du irgendjemandem krieg erklärst and so each country and, and the head of each country is uh, is expected to sign these conventions und jedes von jedem Land wird gefordert, dass diese Konvention unterschrieben wird. And if there's a change of leadership, und wenn es einen Wechsel der Leiterschaft gibt, dann wird davon ausgegangen, dass die neue Regierung innerhalb von 60 Tagen diese Unterschrift nachholt. Now, the uh, is expected for the countries to sign this, but if they do not, also es wird um, gefordert von diesem Land, dass sie es unterschreiben, aber wenn sie es nicht tun, then that country is isolated on its trade from all the other signers. Um, wenn die es nicht unterschreibt, dann wird sie isoliert von allen Handeln und sonstigen Wegen für die ganz anderen Leute. Now presently over 200 countries have signed these documents. Und heutzutage haben über 200 Länder diese Dokumente unterschrieben. And only a handful have not. Und nur eine Handvoll hat es nicht unterschrieben. And so this is how, uh, if, uh, if Germany declares war on France, also wenn Deutschland Krieg, ähm, würde, they must uh, abide by these rules of engagement. Because um they've pledged to do so. 
Weil sie unterschrieben haben, dass sie so machen. Well, the ancient world was the same. Und in? The ancient world was the same. Also damals in, in der Kriegsführung war es ähnlich. Uh, before Pharaoh Tutmosis III, um, before Pharaoh um, Mose genommen hat. Tutmosis III was uh, uh, he was in the 15th century. Uh, das war im 15. Jahrhundert. BC. Before that, there were no rules. There was massive exterminations of innocent populations. But the Pharaoh of Egypt says there has to be a better way to fight wars. So he established and he wrote uh, a document that is called the Peace of Karnak. Und er hat dann ein, ein Dokument ähm, einfach geschrieben, das ist ein Stück von äh, The Peace of Karnak. Das, das Stück von Karnak heißt. And in the year 1480 BC, und in dem Jahr 1480 bevor Christus, representatives and, uh, from every nation in the world, sind von jeder Nation in der Welt ähm, Repräsenten gekommen. Or in the known world. Uh, met together in what was at that time uh, Tyre, the city of Tyre. T-Y-R-E, And they, uh, they met together to agree on the principles of establishing what is uh, right way to perform war. Und da haben sie sich zusammengetroffen, um an die Prinzipien ähm, festzuhalten, wie führen wir ab jetzt Krieg. At that time, the monarchs and the leaders of every country, every empire, every nation signed. Und zu dem Zeitpunkt hat ähm, jeder, jeder Herrscher, alle, die dort waren, haben unterschrieben. And from that time forward, all the other new monarchs and new kings signed also. Und von dieser Zeit an haben auch alle neuen Herrscher immer wieder entschieden. Up until the time of Alexander the Great, there were only two monarchs that did not sign. Bis zu dem Zeitpunkt von Alexander dem Großen gab es nur zwei Monarchen, die es nicht unterschrieben haben. One was David, King of Israel, King of the Jews. Einer war David, König von Israel. And one was Nebuchadnezzar. Und der andere war Nebuchadnezzar. The Emperor of Babylonia. Der, der Kaiser von Babylon. They did not agree to abide by the rules of warfare. Now, up in, and so that was the case up until the time of Alexander. Alexander dissolved the, uh, the agreement. So he did not play by any rules. Also nach and he abolished the peace of Karnak. But at this time, the time that Joash was king of Israel, they, that country was still a signee of the agreement and agreed to abide by the rules. War das Land Israel immer noch ähm, unter dieser Zustimmung und musste immer noch diese Regeln der Kriegsführung. Now there were a number of principles that they had to follow. 
Also gab es diese ähm, Nummer an, an Prinzipien, die sie folgen mussten? But there are a couple of rules that were uh, the, the most dominant. Und da gab es aber so ein paar spezifische Regeln, die waren die dominantesten von allen. Number one. It was allowed to be established on the borders throughout across all of your borders uh, towers that you could observe. So let's assume that there was a tower that was uh, that was built uh, on the border of uh, Switzerland and Germany. Also wie ein Grenzturm, der gebaut wird an der Grenze von Deutschland zu Schweiz. The same tower would be occupied by members of both countries. Und dieser selbe Turm würde von ähm, Mitgliedern von beiden Ländern besetzt sein. And they were to watch at all times to see if uh, the, everything was safe. Und die Leute, die da drin waren, mussten immer einfach die Augen offen halten, ob alles noch sicher war. Now, if I wanted to declare war, und wenn ich dann den Krieg erklären wollen würde, If Germany wanted to declare war upon Switzerland, wenn Deutschland also zu dem Zeitpunkt Krieg nach Schweden, there would be a representative that would go to the tower that is on the border. Dann wäre da jemand, der ähm, repräsentierend kommen würde zum Grenzturm. And these towers were located approximately every 50 kilometers. Und diese Grenztürme waren so the representative would go to the tower. And then if I was the German side and I wanted to declare war on Switzerland, that I would go to the border in view of the tower. And I would shoot an arrow from Germany over the border into Switzerland. Und dann würde ich einen Pfeil schießen von Deutschland in die Schweiz hinein. And then from that moment, from the time he hit the ground, und von dem Zeitpunkt, wo der Pfeil den Boden berührt hat, then representatives had 40 days hat der ähm, Repräsentative 40 Tage Zeit, to try to work out their differences. Um, ähm, um zu versuchen, einfach diese mit, ähm, Missverständnisse zu klären. Okay, how can I satisfy you so you won't attack me? Und dann ähm, zu verhandeln, wie, was können wir machen, damit ihr uns... How did I, how do we offend you? How, wie haben wir euch ähm, beleidigt? How can we resolve this situation? Wie können wir diese Situation lösen? Now, at the end of 40 days, und nach diesen 40 Tagen, if there was not a resolve, wenn es keine Lösung gefunden wurde, then the two monarchs, uh, usually, sometimes under under monarchs, but they were speaking on behalf of the king. They would meet together in the tower where the declaration was originally made. And then they, for the next 25 days, would try to find a resolve. Und dann würden diese zwei Personen für die nächsten 25 Tage eine Lösung suchen. Now, the Peace of Karanak allowed the uh, aggressor a certain amount of privilege. Also hat die, äh, das Stück von Karanak hat dem, ähm, dem Adressor ähm, ein, ein bestimmtes Privileg gegeben. If I was the aggressor, 
attack in Switzerland. Wenn ich If Switzerland did not come back with a resolve, then I, as the aggressor, would be granted five towns from Switzerland for that to be mine. Now, I didn't choose those. Und ich hätte sie nicht aussuchen dürfen. And Switzerland would not choose those. Und die Schweiz würde sie auch nicht aussuchen. But a third party representing both sides would choose the towns or the villages that would go over into the control of Germany. Aber ein neutrales Land, das beide vertreten würde, würde das entscheiden, welche fünf Städte. Now there were two restrictions. Und es gab zwei Regeln. The city could not be a major population center. Um, die Stadt durfte kein Epizentrum von Bevölkerung sein. And it could not be a major economic center that would cause a hardship if it was turned over. Und es dürfte, dürfte auch kein ökonomisches Zentrum sein. Now, when the two kings met, als die zwei Könige sich dann trafen, the king who was the aggressor would take three arrows in his hand. One arrow represented him and his successors. One arrow represented his people and his government. And the third represented his God and his religious system. Now the aggressor would take these arrows and then he would hit the ground. If he hit the ground three times, then that meant to this king over here is that what I want from you is the five cities that I uh, am granted. Dann würde das bedeuten, dass er sagen würde, ich möchte diese fünf Städte haben. I don't want anything more. Just five. Now this king has to make a decision. And he has to respond. If he, had, he takes his three arrows, and if he smites the ground three times, it means, okay, We will have the third party uh, select the cities, and now the war's over. But if this king hits the ground four times, that means this. I'm going to take my five cities, and then I'm going to forcibly conquer five more. Und dann werde ich, nachdem ich die fünf Städte genommen habe, nochmal fünf erobern. Now this king has to respond. Und dann muss der andere König wieder reagieren. If he responds just with three, wenn er nur mit drei Schlägen reagiert, it means I will not fight you. Das meint, dann meint es, dass er nicht dagegen kämpfen wird. But if he responds with four, aber wenn er auch viermal schlägt, then he says I will defend. Not only the five, but the five that you want to take, I will defend those. If he 
if this king hits the ground five times, he says, I will take my five and I will conquer 20 more. Now this king has to respond. But if this king hits the ground six times, it means I will conquer everything that you have. I will not be defeated and you will be conquered. Now this was the rules of engagement at that time. Und das waren so die, die Herangehensweisen der Elisha had already told the king. Elisa hat dem König bereits gesagt. This arrow that you're shooting over into Syria. Dieser Pfeil, den du nach Syrien schießt. This represents God's deliverance from Syria of my people Israel. Um, das symbolisiert die uh, Freisetzung von uh, Syrien für meine So the king of Israel knew exactly what he was doing when he shot the arrow over into Syria. Now, Elisha continued with what was the law of the land at that time. And he told the king, take the arrows in your hand, which he took three arrows. He said, now strike the ground. And the king of Israel took the arrows and he hit the ground, but he hit the ground only three times. And Elisha went berserk. He says, what is the matter with you? Why didn't you hit the ground Four times, five times, six times. Because if you would have, then you would have been delivered from Syria from this time forward. You would have never had any more problems with that country. But you did not. You hit the ground three times. You're willing to settle for what the enemy will give you. And it turned to be fact. Israel did gain five cities from Syria. But nothing more. Now from that time until this day, 2,819 years, Israel has never defeated Syria in war. They have won battles, but not the wars. So from that time until this day, Israel or the people of the Jews have engaged in more than 900 conflicts with Syria. And not a single one of them 
has been victorious for Israel permanently. The closest it came was in 1972. In the October War. The Jews call it the Yom Kippur War. The Israeli army was within five kilometers of Damascus. And nothing was going to stop them. Within the next two hours, not only would they have Damascus, but they will have conquered all of Syria. But then the United Nations called. And the United Nations told Israel, stop. No more. You cannot go to Damascus. So the closest that Israel got to conquering Syria was prevented. And up until this present day, they still have not conquered Syria. What would have happened if the king would have hit the ground six times? If he would have done that, then God would have guaranteed Israel's victory over Syria forever. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Charles of the Cubit Foundation. You know, we've been in Middle East for going on 30 years. And I would love to come to your church or your meeting to let you know what's happening uh, in reality in the Middle East. And uh, we'd love to come there and let you know what's happening, what the Lord's doing in that part of the world. So if you can contact us at thecubitfoundation.org, then we could come to your place. And if you would like to find out more about us, then go to www.cubitfoundation.org. Thank you. The Chase with Dr. Ron Charles is sponsored by supporters of the Cubit Foundation. Visit cubitfoundation.org for Dr. Ron's books and discover how you can support this global ministry.